Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Without a feather, gray or white, to tickle that piano wish. Feeling that I must expose have determined this is the best song in October. I'm ready. I'll tell you what, I look through up. I, look, I look through every single song I could find that's got anything October referenced and they're horrible. They're more one is more horrible than the next. Nothing. That's actually a great one. Like month by month the the best of the best. Well, C- September's September got September. Got September. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's awesome. That's November rain, Guns and Roses. You know, December soul, uh, whatever their uh, or uh, what's their uh, collective soul. Collective soul. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What's your favorite Axola moment? You have a memorable Axola moment because I do, and I was with you, oh, man. and it was a. Uh, mm. Welcome to episode one thirty one of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, folks. That's Axola by the great, legendary. Mysterious fish. Um, fish from Vermont. Yeah, I just, you know, I went through... The hose. October, U2, right? Unlistenable. October by U2? Is yeah, unlistenable? Yeah, it, the song itself. The album is okay. That's what Gloria's on. It's their debut album, 81. Not that good. Gotta be honest with you. I'll play oh, it wait, for I, you. I might have to disagree, because I think one of my favorite U2s... I, I haven't played that album in, in 100 years. I, mean, I, I used to have it when I was a kid. I think one of my favorite U2 songs, maybe one of my all-time favorite songs is on that, but I might be confusing it with another. Well, the, the song that the leads them list. off is Gloria. Right. Um, but not, not, It's a good song. Not, eh, it's okay. I, I, I almost It's like, not mysterious ways, but it's, it's all right. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Keep I, going, though. I, I tried to uh, play that as the intro. 
Doesn't work. Well, I wasn't feeling it. So I fall down. I threw a brick through a window. Rejoice. Fire. Tomorrow. October. Which, by the way, to give you a taste of October. <laughs> yeah, give me a taste of October. Oh, jeez. This is October. It, it doesn't even get into words till the last 45 seconds. It's this long, slow piano intro for a minute and 45 seconds. There's got to be another song on this album. No, that's it? With a shout, Stranger in a Strange Land, Scarlet, and Is That All? Okay. No, it's not the album I was thinking of. No, I think no, I'm thinking of Under a Blood Red Sky. Yes, probably, which makes sense. So I'm like, all right, well, this is definitely, I'm not going for this. No, no, no. <laughs> you just took all of the axola out, out of the air. So then, then I was like, all right, James Taylor's got an October song. It's kind of groovy, October Road, you know. And then I kind of got depressed because it's like James Taylor writing in 2007 new songs that sort of sound like James Taylor but aren't really, you know. Okay, this is what confused me. The first song on Under a Blood Red Sky is Gloria. Gotcha. It's a live album, so it's Gloria, I Will Follow is on it, yes. Sunday, Bloody Sunday, New Year's Day is all on that. That That's the album. But doesn't this sort of sound like he's trying to rewrite Carolina in my mind? They, I, this guy is just done for me. I can't I can't do him another minute. I don't know. Maybe but, I just listen, listen to listen too much. To the lyric to left too much behind. of this in the 80s or something, but I... It's like Carolina on my mind trying to be rewritten with a different theme. I mean, I'm just too old and cynical for James Taylor at this point. I, I don't know. You wrote this in 2000. Oh, it's a new one? Yeah, it's a new oh one. That's what God. I'm saying. Oh, my God. So I'm like, all right, I can't Please use stop. that. Please stop. <laughs> it gets worse, man. Just, it, no one is allowed to write a song after the age of 25. Just uh, you know, write right. all your songs before the age of 25 and then play the good ones over and over again. All right. So Has nobody learned from Billy Joel in the 80s? Stop I, writing I figured, songs okay, in your 30s? There's a song called 40s. October Skies by Mumford & Sons. Everything they do is the same four-chord, yes. upbeat, happy, yes. this is my tune, I'll come in with right. October Skies. They know three chords, right? Those guys, is that what they... Yeah, like they've got three and a half. Three and a half chords, and they just right. play it with veracity. Veracity, <laughs> with a, with a, with a, whatever that term is, right? This is the song. Aleppo. Not Aleppo. Allegro. That's Allegro. They, that's the term. Here's your same three chords. Yeah, the problem is they're slowed down to a bloody halt, and it doesn't get any better, Nick. It's just this guy, like, screechy voice now. Ready? And, uh, yeah, there, and there really, there might not be a better month of the year than October to be undersold in this way musically. Oh, my God. So I, at this point, I'm like, all right, my Quizzo audience would be, like, changing the channel just because of this. And it's like, maybe there's a build, and I could just fast forward. No build. It just stays in this depressing zone. Okay. Uh, There's nothing about baseball in October. Like uh, October, I think. By the way, this is the Mumford and Sons song. That was some other band. Oh, okay. But trust me, it's the same yeah, thing. This sound, I can tell it's Mumford. Yeah. <laughs> I'm... I'm, I'm I'm just hanging on by a thread. All right, Alicia Cara. She sang that song, Havana, right? Havana? She, that's her name? Havana. Yeah, Alicia Cara. Oh, no, no, no. That's Maybe not she, her name. No, no, no. That's uh, Camila Cabello. Yes. Right, Alicia it. Cara sang the song from Moana. The the one, okay. uh, the Moana yeah, theme good, song. Okay. Good, good theme song. Whatever, forgets. All right, she's got a song called October. Maybe? <gasps> I don't know, Nick. 
better than anything else so far. So far, this was the best one I came and up with. What's this girl's name? Alicia Cara. It's kind of groovy, little Sunday morning, you know, going walking on a fall day with your wife type stuff. But it doesn't really go anywhere. You know, anyway, yeah, I'm just you got saying. Me. I can't think of a good October I'm uh, just saying, lyric. if that's the best we got, we're in bad shape. Somebody needs to step up. Like, wake me up before September ends. Maybe they're talking about the music written about October. Amy Winehouse has a song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I October was gonna get to song. It. You ready? I was going to get to it. Trust me. Uh, I do love Amy Winehouse. Well, I was positive this would be my one, because once I saw this, I was like, oh, she's underrated. Give her a little memory, October vibe, and then it's this stinker. It's off chords, and it doesn't go anywhere. Still better than U2's effort. Oh, yeah, and anything at this point is better than, than that effort. Are you excited about this? No, I'm not. Like, as the representation of the month of October? It's no axolotl. That's what I'm saying. But it's, it's better than whatever James Taylor did. Well, what I was going to go for. <laughs> and so you get the point. It doesn't get much better. I didn't want to make that the intro. So James Taylor might want to work on his song for more than 11 minutes. Like, he would wake up that morning. He was just like, I'm, I'm telling write a you, song he, he tried to rewrite as possible. He tried to rewrite Carolina on Zero my mind. That's what he tried to do. He tried to rewrite Carolina on my mind and it failed miserably. Um, anyway, like I had nothing. So I went with Axela and I was actually looking for those, you know, uh, songs from the Halloween show that they redid, like the Martian and, uh, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. your dog. And I couldn't find them on Spotify. So oh, am I on there? No, apparently not. I didn't have enough time to get onto the old live fish that'd catalog. Be good, that'd be a good closer. We got three more weeks <laughs> of October, <laughs> folks. So maybe you get a, a fish. Well, do you have your live fish account? Sure, on that's there? what. I, yeah, that's what I'll uh, It'll eventually definitely do. That, yeah. yeah, of course, of course. All right. Uh, you do you want to start me off with something? Favorite moment. You, you obviously oh, no. don't remember this because was the, it was indoor. It's got to be indoor. There's not going to be a favorite Axel moment outdoor, right? Get me that. That's kind of a tricky question, actually, because. Was it we the indoor, indoor part? Yes, we were in that shed at the man. Oh, yeah. That upstairs, like, yeah. shed, and they played Axela, and, and it almost fell. felt like it was going to fall down. It yeah, we were like, this like, can't be can you safe. you picture the papers tomorrow, like, 2,000 dead at Fish, Fish Concert because, because of Axela? the man music center thing collapsed. Cause it was, yeah, no, it was vibrating. Like, like three like, feet. Like, it oh, was my God. up and down, up and down. Yeah, no, absolutely I absolutely insane. remember that. Freaked us out. And I just see, I just saw JoJo Siwa there, and it was much the same thing, the same horrifying experience. Except this was like an army of thirty thousand eleven-year-olds all wearing the same bow in their hair, jumping up and down to something. There's a specific bow. They yeah, they sell them at Walmart for ten bucks. There's JoJo bows. There's a whole collection and variety of them. So everyone has like <laughs> one of seven bows, like big nuggets. How do you get yourself involved in this stuff, man? <laughs> I, my kid likes it, dude. You know what I mean? I give her imagination. What does your kid like? Your kid doesn't what like, like anything? Football. <laughs> what are, what are about? No, they don't. They're going to be in therapy talking about what they wish they got to do because they didn't get to, they uh, got to watch the Green case. Bay Packer football. I don't think that's the case. 
<laughs> we'll find out, I guess. All right, so that's a good excellent moment. Uh, I'm going to give you one to start off episode 131 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. It's kind of a, it goes with the whole Halloween uh, October theme. What would you say is guaranteed the color of October? Orange. No question, right? No question. 100 Orange and black. Orange and black, the colors of October. So, Nick, what substance causes beaver's teeth to be orange? And did you know that beaver's teeth are orange? I did not know that beaver's teeth were orange. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> y- yeah. You would think somewhere along life's journeys you would have heard beaver's teeth. The I have a very superficial knowledge of beavers, I'll be honest with you. You're right. We've I mean, never I know gone that into they're beaverology. The animal of Canada? <laughs> I thought that was some moose. Uh, we know that... Uh, Is the maple leaf an animal? <laughs> we know that... What, I don't Is know hockey that an much about beavers, surprisingly. Is Tim Hortons uh, an animal? It's a rodent. Yes, it is. I mean, is it digging through dirt with your teeth make them orange? I don't know. I would think that would be more brown. I'm going to give you it how I give it on the quiz. Okay? So this will be a little bit of a clue. It would be great if it was from eating pumpkins. Right. I mean, what uh, substance causes beaver's teeth to be orange? What substance causes beaver's teeth to be orange? Yes. Hmm. What are beavers known for? Wood. Chewing through wood. Yes. Right? Creating dams. So their teeth are insanely strong. Okay. Do you ever wonder why? They have a substance in them that makes them strong, like calcium. Ah, like calcium, but way stronger. So strong, it causes their teeth to be orange. Stronger than calcium, not enamel. Well... (laughs) I mean, is it beta carotene? No, you ready? What? Iron. Oh, uh, okay. There's iron in beaver's yes. teeth? Yes. Beaver's teeth have iron composites that make them up. They are so strong, and they're orange. How come there's no beaver at the zoo? <laughs> never, I, no, I'm thinking about it. Like, I've never really beaver. seen a beaver up close. No. I mean, I'd, all I know they've is that's otters. A, and yeah. They're the big show at the but zoo. But that, that sounds to me like some sort of engineered creature. You know what I mean? Yo, let's make these... Teeth with like metallic. I feel like that all the time. You're right. I see all these animals that are so what? specifically made in such a way, and it's just like, how is that? Hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. No, how it's crazy. Is that he- yeah. How is that? Possible? How is that possible? So there you go. Beaver's teeth, Beaver's teeth made iron. with iron. <laughs> <laughs> I I read that and I just was like, you got to be kidding me. And and it's amazing too because I had never once given thought to how strong beaver's teeth are. That they could chew through that wood. That they could chew through wood like that. Yeah, I just assumed it was like not re- like that they just like were known for gnawing on wood, but I didn't realize they actually chew through. I thought maybe it was like wood. soft wood that was always in the water, and that's what they got to. I know how bad that sucks if you're a beaver and you're like, there's that piece of wood over there. Yeah, that's the, my responsibility. But, chew but that's like, the best part about being an animal wood. versus being a human, right? So they're only reactive. All they can do is react to their environment and the way their mind is trained to do. They yes. have no tendencies to be proactive on anything. Right. So they don't care. That's what they want to do. I'm done chewing this wood. No. <laughs> like, yeah. I am going. There should be a beaver revolt. They should literally pack up their teeth and be I'm like, look, to, we, we're to meant New for York bigger to things. to be a dancer. Yeah. <laughs> That's a kids. That's a kids thing right there. You just came up with a concept for a kids thing, like a beaver that quits 
chewing wood, and heads to the city. All right. It's ours. Screw you, child's writers out there. Dan Brown started off writing children. Yeah, exactly. And they started writing about angels and demons (laughs) and the Catholic Church and, like, horrendous monsters that chase you down and be in the Uh, name of God. He's my favorite. (laughs) He's my favorite. Uh, What salad is named after the hotel it was first served? What salad is named Ooh. after the hotel? Is it there was a Waldorf salad? There is a Waldorf salad. Yeah, I feel like I've the seen that. The one I go on. right by. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like I've seen <laughs> it and never ordered it. I, there's something like cranberries in it or something. Walnuts. I don't know. Whatever. It's, it's a, a passerby. No friend of mine. But no, I go, I go after the, Mexica- the salad named after the Mexican chef. Caesar. Caesar. I love that because everybody thinks it was Julius Caesar that named the salad. No. As if they were making salad dressing in <laughs> ancient Rome. No, it's <laughs> yeah. a Mexican uh, chef. Caesar. Caesar. Um, all right. This is a multiple choice question for you, and this is going to be uh, – I might add a fourth choice, but just for the sake of brevity, I'll give you three choices. 4%, 34%, 84%, Nick. What percent of vegetarians go back to eating meat? If this question, if I get this wrong, I will be shocked. Okay. 84%. 84%. I'm surprised it's not higher. <laughs> Honestly, the fact that 16 of them. And that's what's funny. That, that is the problem. And, and if you're a vegetarian and you're listening as Sorry. a person who I was a vegetarian for three years. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I went back to meat. I never intended to do it for life, but I did do it for three years. But that is that being said, when us meat eaters <laughs> have to go out of our way for you vegetarians, when only sixteen percent of you are going to stick with it anyway, and then it we got li- and then we got to get preached to. Yeah, no, we, we got to listen to <laughs> there, it. There is an eighty-four percent chance, and that's why we have such what you're saying to us you. is BS, right. and you're going right. to go right back to eating meat. But and, may, and maybe the, the, the impossible burger from uh, from uh, from the, the greatest King are the vegetarians you. who don't even last like week to week with it, where it's like, yeah, I'm a vegetarian when I'm over your house eating to inconvenience you, but when I go out to dinner in New York City for my anniversary, we you know we just you know we'll have fish or you know, like well you know right it's like oh but, so but but, but, but like at it, your house so the you're salmon you're serving that's not I gonna work I can't eat that, but <laughs> but I'm gonna go with the lobster. Because truthfully, percent. you know, because when I'm spending my hurting? own money, I'm not going to eat fava beans. <laughs> but when you're cooking, <laughs> my, my rule is simple: if you're a vegetarian, my diet is now your problem. I hear the word vegetables, you get corn. That's what I'm serving. When you. I hear I'm a vegetarian, the first thing I think of is how long is this going to last? <laughs> That's, oh, all I'm saying is statistics don't lie. I'm not giving you an the opinion fact on it. I'm just saying is high. I'm just saying it's 84 percent chance that what you're telling me isn't going to last. That's, that's great, all I'm saying. That's a great one here. All right. Uh, I figured you'd appreciate that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why yeah. I like giving you those. I, I knew you would be rooting for a specific answer, too. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it happens all the time. I might put one more choice in there. In other words, like it might also say like 54. Well, I think four is low. Okay. 14? Yeah, maybe go 54, right? You got 34, 54, 84, something like that. Yeah, okay. Thirty four fifty four eighty four. Go for it. All right. The first African American billionaire founded what? The first African American billionaire founded what? B E T. You got it. Yeah. 
was like, I know this guy. Uh, it was Robert, it was Robert Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Founder of BET. Yep. Black Entertainment Television. I am glad there is no counter to that network. I do not want to watch white entertainment television. That is a disturbing <laughs> thought. It's funny oh, how you know, any other... that guy that goes, well, how come there's not a black Miss America? How come there's not a white Miss America? Yeah, it's called hear? just Miss America. Well, no, there is a black Miss America. Yeah, I understand but that, but the, I'm just but saying, like, how come there's not a white <laughs> Miss America? It's called Miss America. Right, but... For a hundred years, that's what it was called. Right. The, the point is, like... But that's the great argument. Uh, well, it's not a good argument. America. There's no white Miss America. It's like, okay. All right, it's but. not a good argument. It's <laughs> no, a very bad not, argument. It does not make you sound. Uh, what's the word that they use now? Woke? Is that what the? No, you are not woke. You are sleeping. You are asleep. That is not a woke <laughs> argument. You are asleep. All right. Uh, so that's a good. One. We want to move on to sports. Yeah, I do have. Uh, I have one more, but I'm gonna I'm gonna save the one that I've got for this, and I'll throw it into geography history because it's kind of a bridge gap question there um, for geography history. Okay. Uh, let's see if you got this one in sports here. Who was the first number one pick? And I'll, I'll tell you, I'm go- there's a clue in it that I'm not going to give you first to see if you can get it without the clue. Who was the first number one pick in the Major League Baseball draft, so number one overall pick, to become a Hall of Famer? Ooh, what a great question. Number one pick in the draft. I was hoping you were going to ask something where the answer was like Strasburg or Harper because I think they were both number one picks. Okay, who and, is rooting uh, for the Nationals so bad so Harper can be left out of a championship the year after he left? The answer is me. Oh, well, my stepfather is a diehard Nationals I'm fan, with him. so the, the idea of a Nationals-Yankees World Series that I might get to two games in different stadiums. This is their first. Oh, I don't, say, first. don't say because I'm going to ask a – I'll have to ask you. I have a question. Uh, I hope you're not about to repeat my statistic as my question. It'll take I sports away from me. All right. Let me answer yours first. All, all right. right. Sorry. All right. That's a it's an amazing question and so difficult because the major league. Baseball no, it's not draft. like football draft. No, we sit around because you got to. No wait one even remembers. Years. I guess now it's a little bit less than it I, used to be, but still, I bro, can't tell I you fo- last year's. I follow it. Uh, I follow it religiously, and I couldn't tell you the baseball draft. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't realize you did follow. No, it. no, no. I'm saying the team, my my baseball team. I'm saying I couldn't tell you anything about what we've oh, done in the draft oh, you since Ryan your Braun. Team, right. There was a stage where we drafted like Ricky Weeks and Prince Fielder and Ryan Braun, like all in successive years, and they were this nucleus. And I followed it, but since then, like I don't know where these guys come from. Well, you, you know, in my heyday, I probably watched what about a hundred Mets games a year. Sure. And then I'd have a conversation with somebody. They start talking about the farm system, and I'd be like, "How uh, much time do you, do you have, have on your, your hands, hands that you are now if following?" If you get paid to do four, this, great. It's not like there's one minor league team. No, there's four. There's four. Right so like, now, it's who very is difficult. got this kind of time? Plus, you're just you're, you're you're reaching at statistics. You're trying to have statistics tell you a story, and you don't know what's like in that kid's head. You don't know what the count was. Uh, was on the pitches he hit there's there's so many variants yeah, that you bring them up know. in september we'll take a look at we'll them see. and then we'll start talking about them in the off season god uh hmm. i'm gonna uh, say that it's got to be somebody fairly recent that got in because the draft was such a difficult thing for so many years i don't think it's like an all-timer that i'm missing or something um ruth Right. Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> Ruth wasn't drafted no, number one right, overall. Right. Right. Uh, so nothing. I, I'm not even thinking along those lines. I'm thinking like a Ripken. That's that's what I mean. More of an all timer, like a guy 
you know, oh, like the guy that was still playing when we were kids. Right, right, right. I, I think wow. it's somebody. When I go with all timers. Like I, I, I feel like no. Like I'm, I'm saying he's, he's in the second tier, but I'm saying that's already where my head is in terms of this question. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to say something more recent in terms of somebody that got in. I think you're going to get it. You're on the right track. Yeah. Was Jeter the number one pick in the draft? Might have been. All right, I'm going to go with Derek Jeter. The clue in the question is, what son of a pro is the first number one pick in the Hall of Fame? There's definitely that. That would take that out and narrow it down significantly. Son of a pro. (laughs) Ripken would have been a good... (laughs) (laughs) That's where you would have gone, huh? Yeah, probably would have been a good guess for the first wrong answer. No, it's not right. It's it's more recent than that, so... There's not a lot of guys that I knew were the number one pick. Like, you mentioned Strasburg and Harper. This is one of those guys that I knew was the number one pick. So... Yeah, Ken Griffey? Yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, that would have been... There you go. There you have it. So, all right. First number one pick to become a Hall of Famer. That makes sense. That's what I mean by that next group. Yeah. You know no, that's I mean? why I thought you were going to get it, because once you said it was that next group after... I wouldn't Ripken. have locked in on him until you gave me the clue. Once you gave me the clue, now I'm going through those that list. It's the Alou, Griffey. Like, there's a very... I didn't think that Jeter was the number Stottle one overall Meyer. pick. Was he? No, but he was... But he might have been. He was a first-rounder for sure. I remember that out of high school. And uh, the he was a big deal to the Yankees. But I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember Jeter until he... Like, in 96 was the first time I... If I had thought about it enough, Griffey might have been an obvious choice because he was so heralded and his dad was so. But that clue throws you right in that direction. It's a great yeah. question. Great question. Um, all right. This is not a great question, but it's a much funnier question. Uh, which artist's banner will be covered up by the Los Angeles Kings at all ho games because of a perceived bad luck streak involving it? I know this only because I read five <laughs> newspapers a day. Uh, Taylor Swift. Yes. <laughs> Taylor's Which is just great yes. because it's like we haven't won a <laughs> playoff blaming, series since you hung that banner up. We're blaming Taylor Swift, I don't folks. See what, That's the stage we're at. Fire or something? <laughs> <laughs> Cover it up every game. It's, it almost seems like humiliating that it's. Oh, I hope somebody out venue. there is like editing highlights every night to them to Taylor Swift songs and posting it on the internet. There's a lot. Th- this is going to haunt them. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean? it's nothing against Taylor Swift. It's just like you know, no, if you run the st- if you own the stadium and your tenant. Perceives it as a thing. Have some kind of ceremony. It's publicity for Taylor Swift. It's publicity for your season. Burn and her. now everybody She's can, a witch. Burn now her. Everybody can, now everybody can focus in on the season and right. root, root for the Kings. To it's win insane. Because it. it's a great story. That's funny. But I will be not only pulling for the Kings, I will oh, be certainly. placing a wager <laughs> yes. on the Kings. They're over, under, whatever it is. Over. over. That extra motivation is the stuff you need on, on ice. Oh, it's like the scene in Major League where they like bust oh, out yeah. Taylor Swift in the locker room and right. they start, you know, put taking off pieces of her clothes every single win. And what happened? <laughs> there right? you go. They won the division against the Yankees. Uh, <laughs> all right, moving on. You got another one for me? I do. Who's the only player with two of the ten seasons with the most receiving yards in the NFL? So if you took the ten seasons with the most receiving yards. Yep. Nine different guys yep. are in the top ten, which to me is shocking in itself. 
Only one guy has two of the ten. Yeah, and, and it's funny because I think Jerry Rice is consistent but never had the every single mega year. I also think the error that he played in, they, don't they didn't chuck like it that. up 55 no. times so I'm going to go with Randy Moss. No, he's, I'm sure he's one of the nine. Mm. Terrell Owens? One of the nine. Michael Irvin? I would have thought Calvin Johnson. Calvin, I thought he oh, had a Calvin couple. Johnson, yeah, that would have been a good one. No. All right. I mean, I'm over 2, so. Antonio Brown. Hey. <laughs> that crazy <laughs> Antonio <laughs> Brown. I'm happy that that's the answer. <laughs> yeah. That makes me so happy. You know he's off everybody's radar, too, which makes it even better. Right. You know I mean? oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like that he's crazy. posting about going like, back to community college for his degree, and he's, like, talking about the classes he's skipping and, like, the work he's got to do. Like, do yeah, the I'm Patriots sure have to pay him? I think they 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 uh, had an arbitration hearing go against them, and they got to pay nine mil. Well, that makes me happy. Absolutely. Because um, if he's going to take it, it's a anyone, lot of hand off, jobs. Take it off a bill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that really it's a lot is. of hand jobs. A lot of hand jobs. Do you think that's what he's down to? <laughs> I don't like, know. I think he's aggravated because the whole hand job <laughs> fund is just wiped clean right now. You know I thought I mean? it was his boss with the hand jobs. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, you're yeah, saying the you're boss has a to lot spend of hand nine from, million dollars. From Bob. Yeah, he's got to he's got to. I thought out. you were saying Antonio is going to get a lot. I, I see what you're saying. I hey, that. one man's uh, feast is another man's famine, I, I and vice joke, versa. So no, no, the fun. joke is uh, a lot of the jobs. joke works both ways. Quite yeah. frankly, it doesn't matter. I mean, he does live in Florida, so <laughs> as far as I know, he was up to some weird stuff. But you know, I wasn't. But I get it, Bob. It's hand job, Bob. Right, handjobbob.com. And uh, $9 million worth. $9 million later. So didn't he say something? Because this is how I knew they had to pay him. He he tweeted something like, I still want to play for the Patriots. They should call me up because they got to pay me anyway. So at this point, if you're the Patriots and you lose on Monday Night Football to the New York Jets, do you call Antonio Brown? I'm not going to entertain a a ridiculously stupid question like that on multiple fronts. For starters... (laughs) 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 <laughs> what, what hemisphere are you living in? I'm taking the Jets' money line this Monday Good. night. Good. Take them all day The long. Patriots haven't seen a defense. Okay. They haven't seen a defense. Look Is C.J. Mosley in my lineup? I hope so. I hope so. Uh, we're different teams. Have you seen Sonny Michelle run the football? Not good. He looks like I do running the football. Three yards. Looks like a first pa- guy that hits me, I go down. He looks like Kate Moss. <laughs> it's like paper thin. He just, and just goes right down. Yeah, it just blows down like a like a... I mean, who, who, like who's, who's Tom throwing to? I mean, he's I 42 years old at this point. All right, uh, getting off that, is there? Yeah, so you got the Antonio Brown question on me, Nick. What decade was the last time a Major League Baseball team from Washington D.C. went to the World Series? The last decade, a Major League Baseball team from Washington D.C. My birthplace. It's where I was born. So can I count the 2010s? Not now. Okay. Yeah, like this year is not okay. prior to right now. Gotcha. Because it has not it just happened. happened. Well, they've made it, but they haven't played in it. Oh, The, the game has not right. happened. You're right, you're right, you're right. Gotcha. Qualifying the, I got you, know, you, I got you. The world could end tomorrow, and there was still no team. I got you, I got you. Uh, okay. So not that that's what I'm rooting for. The fact for. is that the, the, the true or false on this, I, I didn't even realize there was a team from Washington that, that played in a World Series. Yes, uh, the Washington so I assume we're talking about the Senators. Yeah, the Sens made a World Series. So what decade was that? Well, yep. not the best. I'm going to say if it was the 60s, I would have known it. So I'm going to go pre-60s. I'm going to say if it was the 50s, I would have known it. 
So I'm going to go pre-50s. I'm going to say if it was the 40s, I probably, that could get through on me. So I'll say the 1940s. The 1930s. Ah! It has been 86 years since the Washington Should have, should have had a one more qualified. decade of confidence in my knowledge. Yep. And I in fact, the senators are... I didn't even know the senators existed in the they're 30s. They're so That's notoriously the bad during all of those decades that they wrote a Broadway musical about how bad they were and how legendary their opponents were. Now, you care to guess who, what that musical is? Damn Yankees. The Damn Yankees. So we that's can what actu- that's about. That's what it's about. It's about the misery of a Washington Senators fan who makes a deal with the devil so that he could become a baseball player and beat the New York Yankees for the Senators. Wow. All right. Yep. I just it always had Yankees in the title, so I never paid no, attention to it. Oh, it would be right up your alley. Yeah, I mean, literally, right this alley. kid makes a Tom Brady type uh, deal with the devil. What year did they? That was in the fifties or the sixties. The play came out in the forties, I think. Oh, was it? But, that old? Okay. but it had been like over a decade of the Yankees dominating the Senators, and since the last time the Senators were any good, it was just Yankees, 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 Yankees. They were the damn Yankees, just beaten up on DC. I have an upcoming question. That goes with... You know uh, how bad your franchise has to be to get moved to Montreal, Canada? <laughs> so my, <laughs> this is sort of my, my upcoming question um, that I'll get off here now. Um, the year that the... The year baseball had its strike-shortened season mm-hmm. where they did not play the World Series... Mm-hmm. What Major League Baseball team had the highest winning percentage? The Montreal Expos. The Montreal I was a Expos. fan of the Montreal I know, Expos. You loved when they that. Oh my God! That, but that they didn't have Dawson on that team. He was already oh, he a Cub. On that team? No, okay. that was the team that had Ken Hill, uh, uh, Moises Alou, uh, Pedro Mar- Marquez, Pedro, a very young Pedro Martinez, a very young Pedro Martinez. Um, trying to think, they had they had uh, Dust, uh, Delano De Shields, yep, uh, who was a tremendous was player. Tim Raines on they that had. Team? Larry Walker. Larry Walker before he went to Colorado. Right. So, I mean, that was like an incredible team. And yeah, they were like the favorites to win and, the World and Series. And the team and in the AL was the Yankees. That was the first time the Yankees had busted out and become a contender. And that was with Jimmy Key uh, leading their pitching rotation. And they were in first place that year when the strike happened also. So, so there yeah. you go, Nationals. You've got a chance for your franchise here. It's true. To yeah. win a World Series. I saw them play that year in the summer. I saw Ken Hill pitch uh, in a game in Montreal on a team tour I took to Montreal, Canada. So we went to Olympic Stadium Olympic in 1992. Stadium, right? yeah. yeah. I watched a episode of Welcome Back, Cotter in French on this portable TV that I brought with me to fall asleep. And uh, I don't know why, but it was the funniest thing I had ever seen in my life. And as a 12-year-old, I wasn't like high or anything. I was just naturally hilarious. As a 12-year-old. As a 12-year-old. As a 12-year-old, I wasn't high or anything. That's not why this <laughs> would 13, be funny. By 13, we were... <laughs> by, <laughs> by 13, there's an we're obvious the explanation as to why... I was watching uh, Welcome Back Cotter in French. But it's like, you know... <laughs> like, to put these French accents to these, you know, Brooklynite characters and uh, Horshack laughing and John Travolta. I thought it was great. But uh, anyway, yeah, Montreal X was... I remember, in fact... I'll tell you what, I was in Montreal the day they moved into first place. Oh, okay. Because I remember the announcer on the local news broadcaster recapping the game that we had just seen and saying, Le Expos is number one, Le Expos is number one. 
Uh, sticks with uh, yeah, me. Let's, you know what, guys? The, the Expos are number one this year. We're going to have to have a strike at some point. Right. Let's just do it now. <laughs> just, just end uh, this. Nobody's going to watch the World Series anyway. <laughs> nonsense. Nonsense. <laughs> a French team. Expos got the best team. Let's, let's call the season. <laughs> let's call the season. Yeah, that was some stadium, man. That dome. <laughs> God. It was like the, the opposite Blue of Jays a baseball good experience. around that time, too. Yeah, So I sure. wasn't sure where they were at as no. far as the... Because uh, they had won two, two World Series right before that strike. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Jokata. All right, my question uh, was the the Nats, the Nationals. So, want to move on to geography yeah, history? Sure. Ready to go? Yeah, ready to go. Go for All it. All right. Fire away. Buddha. Yeah. You know Buddha, right? Sure do. The enlightened one. Buddha, according to Buddhist tradition, was born in what modern day country? Tibet. Ah, the other one. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, what's the other one? Uh, oh my God! Uh, well, is it like Mount Everest in two countries? It's in this country like and Tibet. Nepal, Nepal, Nepal. Yeah, Tibet, Nepal. Yeah. Right, you're right, you're right. That's like Haiti and the Dominican Republic. I was not aware. I thought Buddha was Chinese. I I thought I Tibet. China. I thought Tibet was Chinese. Or that's like free <laughs> Tibet. Oh, right. Is it? So yeah. is it a country even well, Tibet then? Well, I think it wants to be. I'm not sure China's going to have I'm not sure China's. Look at what's going on in Hong Kong. I don't think they got too much of a chance. They're not a big fan of it. <laughs> they're not letting shit go over there. No, it's a little aggravating. I love how the NBA is getting all in on oh that. Oh, my like, gosh. I, I don't even. It, it's, right, well, it's a perfect lead for my next question. Lo- I don't think it's a good look. Hey, Nick, here you go. Which cartoon character is banned in China because it's of resemblance to the leader Xi Jinping. There is a cartoon character that is banned in China because bloggers in the United States said, you know, the Chinese leader kind of looks like this cartoon character. Do you ever notice that? And, and then, then they, they started do- they started doing memes about it. So there is a absolute ban on all of it. Imagine having that kind of power. Amazing. It's like a billion people. You make fun of me once. You're done. <laughs> Nothing. You'll get no this. That is that's oh, power. Well, your whole thing. Remember that whole thing you were talking about, uh, where you get rated and every interaction is rated from the dark mirror. China's yes. imposing that. It'll be ready by 2020, and it's already in practice. And they limit your internet. They track every single thing you do. If you gamble, if you watch pornography, you get ratings uh, that degenerate against your profile, and you're banned from traveling on high speed rail. You're banned from taking airlines. So only the people with the highest rating can use the train? Correct. To get to work? Everybody Correct. else has to ride a bicycle? Correct. So if you watch porn, yeah. you take the bike bicycle. So you have to sit there at the end of the night. <laughs> and you got to say to yourself, <laughs> is it worth taking the bike? I really bi- want to watch I'm a, porn, I'm a but I'll like ride on my bike. Let me check the weather. No, you are you check at- the weather. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be seventy five and sunny tomorrow. It's not like that instant. You go watch it's like the a, porn. it's a cumulative rating degrade. So you won't be offered a job. Your kids rating. won't be able to go to good schools. So they'll Read keep. They're gonna keep you in line. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> and you know who the biggest uh, opponent of that in the U.S. is? Is believe it or not, George Soros. He's dumping billions of dollars into making sure that that system never comes to America. What did George Soros do? I don't know, but it's what, he, it's what he's doing like behind him. closed doors right, right, that right. makes me think that's why he wants that system never to see the light of day because <laughs> it would expose people doing some really crazy shit. I don't know George Soros. 
I, like, I don't know what he I don't became know what famous does. for. I just know Alex Jones does not like him. Oh, well, there's he, a reputable. He, he blames George Soros for everything. He'd be an interesting person to have dinner with, Alex Jones, just like in an unfiltered, unrecorded room. Uh, he'd be an interesting person to hook up to a lie detector. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I want to know. Do you believe any of the really bullshit did. you're saying? <laughs> Do you believe any of the bullshit you're saying? The thing that killed him was when he had to go to court for, like, custody of yeah, his kids. Yeah, he's like, well, it's all act. It's an act. It's a character that I created. And I'm like, these people are buying food from him. Oh, I love that supplement shit. That's the best on Stern. To fund him. And it's I'm like, just glad that he has that thing so Stern can make fun of it, because that's one of my favorite little break-in characters in the world, especially when oh, the music the starts and he's well, got him that and Brent. Silver. Yeah, same guy probably does that voice, yeah. I would imagine. It's um, hilarious. Uh, all right. so, so, oh, sorry, yeah, what's the question? So the, the question the, is the cartoon, cartoon character. That looks like the leader of China? Oh, yeah. So now there's a, a total ban. I did not see this. I'm glad. And I cannot think That's of good. Any... The Chinese are doing their job. They don't want you to know about it. And I cannot think of any cartoon character that looks Chinese to me. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's just a goofy cartoon character. Um... If you could ban it, it, it can't be that big. Like you can't, you can't ban Charlie Brown, can you? Bigger than Charlie Brown. Bigger than Charlie. Bigger than Charlie Brown. Who's bigger than Char- bigger than Charlie Brown? This character is bigger than Charlie Brown. Dare I say, probably way bigger than Charlie Brown. Can't be Mickey Mouse. No, that'd be a line too far. Plus, doesn't really look like. Yeah, that, that that's. Because that came to mind, but all right, a cartoon it. character bigger than Charlie Brown, Bart Simpson. You ready, Nick? I present to you Winnie the Pooh, Eeyore, Eeyore, and Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, <laughs> <laughs> and the entire cast of characters. So he looks like Winnie the Pooh. He looks like Winnie the Pooh. The old one looked like Eeyore. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, don't, I didn't know. Which so they one just was started which. banning the entire so Winnie the Pooh series. Winnie the Pooh series banned, completely banned, totally banned. You can't even search for it on uh, on like uh, search engines in China. Wow. <laughs> what happens if you search for it on? Well, it South Park did a whole episode where Winnie the Pooh was rotting away in a Chinese prison. <laughs> <laughs> Going to wear labor candy. It was the funniest thing. I mean, sad but hilarious at the same time. Yeah, uh, they are Rand- on it. Randy from South Park uh, went to go sell weed to the Chinese because he opened. The whole premise right now is uh, Randy runs a weed farm in Colorado. Right, they're in South Park, Colorado. So he owns Tegrity Farms. Here at Tegrity Farms, we know weed. And Tegrity, uh, Tegrity, not integrity. Right, just Tegrity, Tegrity. Um, so Tegrity Farms, he goes to China to open up the Chinese market to weed, except it's legal in China. So he shows up at the airport with samples of his weed, and they arrest him immediately and throw him in prison. As soon as he gets there, he's sharing a cell with Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> 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 right. From the minds of South Park. But LeBron James says get educated on the issue, folks. Get educated. Get educated. The, Not the, a good look, LeBron. Good edu- get educated. Because LeBron's educated, obviously, on on how good it is to do business with the Chinese government. He's educated on it, so we should listen to him. 
Enos Cantor actually had a uh, interesting yeah, he's take. Yeah, he, he was like not allowed to go to play in Turkey because the Turkish president wants him dead. He he listed like ten things. It, pretty much like my father's been thrown in jail. Yep. My siblings can't get jobs. I was detained in the Philippines. Uh, like ten things, and then he wrote like freedom isn't free. Right, and it's like yeah, because you, you do take it for granted. I mean, yeah, you take it for granted. Yeah, it's like LeBron. It's like okay, you could bounce between your billion-dollar compounds from one to another. Like you don't have to worry about any of the life these people have to deal with or the repressive government that they're dealing with. You just want their dollars, and it's disgusting. It's like sorry, yeah, yeah but the NBA don't be took a nice quick it. stance on it and was like, we're not gonna miss out on those dollars. Yeah, well, uh, we'll <laughs> <laughs> listen, <laughs> we are getting listen, those dollars. Listen, uh, let's be very clear here. <laughs> we are here for those dollars, <laughs> right? Right. You stay in out of America their business. don't like yeah. basketball enough to support us, and, apparently. And the Chinese government was pissed, too. Like They, they didn't just let it slide. You would have oh, thought yeah, they would have just let it slide. They, they got like, Tigger. Yeah, they got Eowar rounded up. They basically press. got they that whole like, group together. Done. We'll fr- freaking uh, football fans in a week. Christopher Robin got called in from Hong Kong, and he, they, got, they sat him down. They're like, you're going to the States, and you're straightening shit out. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You know what Christopher, Christopher Robin's Robin. dad's name is? Tim Robbins? No. The guy who created uh, Winnie, Winnie the, the Pooh. Pooh. Oh, okay. Uh, t- Christopher Robin's father's name. Yeah. Chris- Christopher Robin is the is, real name is of, of the his kid. son. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I can't remember. A.A. Uh, a. Milner. A.A. A. Milner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. All right. Winnie the Pooh. He's, he's not welcome in China. A.A. No. A. A. Milner. A. A. Milner. No. No, sir. Not going to do a bad Chinese accent. What else you got? I have one more great history question. Okay. Uh, Funny. What state capital is bigger than Delaware? Phoenix. Not in not in population. What state capital is bigger than Delaware in land area? I'm sure there's a lot that are bigger in, in, in population. Than Juno. Delaware. Juno, Alaska, is bigger than Delaware. Yeah, because <laughs> it's huge, but it has a hundred thousand people in it. Yeah. Wow, that's it. That's the answer. Yeah, you got it. Oh, no. you got it. <laughs> you know, oh, that was Bigger the most ridiculous Delaware. one I could come up with with just widespread land. Because I remember reading that like Juno's borders just go out to infinity, but the town center is like a mile. So there you go. You got it. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Is Juno accessible by? No. Right. That that's you got like either like fly, fly in, in or boat yeah. in or something. I think it has a harbor. Yeah, my friend had a buddy from Alaska once that I met, and he. So they fly everywhere. Like people just get people on little planes. People have like little planes and they pl- fly pro- everywhere. Seems safe. At least there's not bad inclement weather that could possibly make that hazardous. I'm sure landing on ice. How suspicious of people are safe. you when you live in like in Alaska? Yeah. Like, what are you Every doing single here? person's story up there. I mean, it can't be good, right? Yeah, like, right. You don't start it's, off. Well, I just listen on the on the bright side. You like to think it's all like northern exposure, where the moose is walking around and you hear the song. But like even the characters nah, in northern it's mostly exposure, serial killers that move from Ohio, right? And just hope that they like, can get lost up there with a new identity. I'm guessing. I mean, I don't, I, know. I don't know. But it's not like you can hide anymore. You know what I mean? Like there's a network everywhere now. Like if you show up in Alaska, you're on a network. It's not like they don't have internet there. You know what I mean? Yeah. When did it's crazy? Did you watch the show Mindhunter? No. It's a great show. It's okay. it's on Netflix, and it's about the FBI guys who started profiling serial killers. Oh, okay. So they went around the country interviewing all these guys, the Mansons, and the yeah, all yeah. these to try to find similarities. Sure, sure. So they could identify. So they could create 
yeah. a profile. Right. Profile. So hopefully we could get these people out of society. But first. like, I'm not sure how true it is to the actual history of it. But the show is taking place right now in the 80s, mm. early early 80s, so somewhere in there, and they're just like coining the term serial killer. Oh wow! And then I remember watching those Ted Bundy tapes movie show. They go yeah. Like back then, it was like state to state. Right. You're talking like There's in no the coordinated. Yeah, like you could kill ten people in Utah and then move over and to, then Nevada. Come to Nevada, and they have no record. They have no know. idea that there was ten people dead in yeah. the thing. It was like, so like when did we finally? Was like the '90s? Did we finally say let's make this a, a universal? Well, it's definitely the uh, world has shrunk in the last twenty years. When we were, when yeah, we first, without computers, like what were you think doing? Think about what it was like when we first drove drawer? across the country, bro. When we first drove across the, the country in the nineties, we were listening west. to CDs. There was nothing on radio for hundreds of miles. If we broke down, we were done. Yeah, like the difference between the nineties and the fifties is not Minimal. much. Not the difference nearly. between the nineties and now is different. Yeah, the world. difference is when a you got to your world. hotel, there was some cable television usually, and that was a pretty cool thing. You know what I mean? Everybody had cable TV. Yeah, but you, ha- you but you also had to like fish through the room to find the little booklet that told you what was coming up on e- on uh, HBO. Sure, like that because you're sure. like you know you're like, yeah you could be in the middle of a movie for thirty minutes you don't even know what you're watching <laughs> right it's not like you look it up right there was no guide no um, all right let's uh, here's my last geography history question we'll move yeah. on to entertainment okay what bordering country has been invaded by Switzerland three times since 1976. Switzerland's invading people? Switzerland has invaded a bordering country three times since 1976. I thought the whole thing with them is that... Accidentally. We're talking about Switzerland, right? Right. Aren't Aren't they they supposed to be neutral? That's what makes it it funny. I I didn't even think they had an army. I think they got the Swiss Guard. Isn't that who protects the... The Pope? Apparently, this country felt that way as well. <laughs> they, it, they it's got to be it. a little cunt, right? Because nobody would tolerate this. Right. They're not going into Germany three times accidentally. <laughs> oh, no, you would they? think. Probably not. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Does Germany have a. Do we let them have a military again? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, that, by the way, that's probably not a good idea. Just going no. back to Germany. Just. Uh, probably don't let Russia it. have a military, too. You know what well, I mean? Well, yeah. They, never, they were I never mean, really They're defeated. not going to let us take it away they from They were somehow either. our ally. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, right. I don't know that Germany needs, right. a, needs an army. A little bit of a track record there. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that we don't need them as an ally against Russia. A weak Germany is not necessarily a good thing. Well, I'm just saying last a time Demo- we needed Russia as an ally against them. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good. Isn't Germany landlocked? Yeah, I think so. I think that's oh, the, hey, you ever like get the inside booth at dinner? <laughs> you just, it's like you got that little get out. Yeah, I think that's want to get out. Germany yeah. having the, somebody give them some some coastline. Maybe they'll relieve the the tension. The tension. Uh, I'm gonna say it's between little countries, and I, I don't know which one is there. I, I'm just gonna say Liechtenstein. You got it right. <laughs> Three separate times, the Swiss Army has invaded Liechtenstein accidentally since the 70s. <laughs> Because what's Liechtenstein going to do? Well, it's, Liechtenstein only exists because Switzerland allows them to. Well, it right? wasn't even like they had meant to. They just were rolling military assets straight through to get to the <laughs> other side. So the people in Liechtenstein turned around like, um, you know there's like 4,000 Swiss troops that are rolling through our territory over there to get Talk across Talk about it? the ultimate job. The Swiss Army. 
be, be a Swiss troop. I mean, what do you, you got? You got to do nothing. There's a war breaking out. What are you going to do? Oh, we're going to Kosovo Lichtenstein. It's like being Brett Favre's backup quarterback. You know what I mean? You know, we're filming the new James Bond movie. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. In the Alps. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's move on to entertainment. Call it a call it a show for one thirty one. Give him give him a good one today. All right. Uh, oh, I have some gems for you here. I forgot I had. I actually have one. I have two great ones and one meh. meh. Well, two's all you need. Question that was written, but that's all it is. Uh, what rapper has the same name as a university in Des Moines? Ooh. What rapper has the same name as a university in Des Moines? Let's see. Des Moines is home to Iowa State, right? University? Iowa State is in Des Moines? That doesn't sound right to me at all. You know the answer is not Iowa State, but I don't think Iowa State is in Des Moines. Is in Ames. Ames, Iowa. That's Iowa State. Okay, that's right. Uh, so is University of Iowa in Des Moines? Man, you're just crushing me on uh, Iowa trivia. I d- I, I, University of Iowa is also not in. It's in Iowa City. Mm, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I can't name any. We have Quizzo in Des Moines every single week. I can't name a university in Des Moines. Think of a rapper. Okay. Yeah, Des Moines Community College. I love that guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's awesome. DCC. Des Moines. Um, DMCC. Think of a rapper named after a school in Des Moines. You know this. I'm surprised. This is not that obscure of a university that they've been in the NCAA tournament. Like Duquesne. It's that type of thing. Right, right. Not right. a rapper named Duquesne. Right, a rapper named uh, Drake. Drake is Drake University in Drake University, Des Moines. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Okay, wait a minute. There you go. I thought that was something you'd be all over. I thought you would. Well, I got there. I just. It's not a matter of not knowing. It's just a matter of my head not being like I'm not sitting here thinking about Drake. Yeah. Uh, but I like it. That's a great question. Um, yeah, I should have. I, I don't know why I wasn't. Uh, faster on that didn't i just ask about him being like a male duck or something or some uh, drake yeah it's a male duck yeah <laughs> he's getting a lot of love we're gonna get we're university gonna get in the morning the male drake. duck <laughs> what running back for the miami dolphins shares his name with a rapper <laughs> from toronto jerry hates <laughs> the drake right all right, so this is one of what these. What building uh, found on Fifth Street is, in Philadelphia? There is a story and a half behind this somewhere, right? You know, the, the the Queen biopic. Nowhere was this mentioned, but this is a fantastic fact that I think needs to be brought. All right, I, I saw the biopic. I don't know if it's going to help me at all. You know how we talk, it. like, uh, for the audience who doesn't know who this guy is, but Jeff Holdsworth, right? Remember Jeff Holdsworth? He's the member of Fish who dropped out of the band because I guess he had some sort of religious awakening in a camp, came yeah, back. I don't know if it was that or if once they added the piano, I just think he was outclassed. He just wasn't good. Yeah, I, I, don't, I think they kind of pushed him out. Right, okay, so he left and uh, never to be heard from again until we saw him play with them in Albany many years later. But okay, 
So I always am fascinated about these guys that started out in a legendary thing, were pushed to the side, and then somebody else even more legendary, you know, so, yeah, somebody I mean, the, the, real the American Idol kid is the perfect yeah, example. Yeah, Dunkelman. Like, Ryan Seacrest Brian went on Dunkelman, that incredible who, career. Who, after season one on American Idol, decided that it wasn't good for his brand. Right. Uh, Seacrest a billionaire Something by like now, that. Yeah, and right. Dunkelman is what? Seacrest has the balls to turn down sleeping with nude models to stay in his bed because <laughs> of preference, because um, he's a gentleman. All right, so Nick. I don't know about any of this, this guy, said, but This guy actually left to pursue a different passion. He did it successfully, okay? So he achieved exactly what he wanted to do, and he did it successfully. But what he gave up is so ridiculous, it's hilarious to me. And when I heard this, I just laughed and laughed and laughed. So I'm going to ask you this question. Later replaced by Freddie Mercury as the lead singer of the band Queen. Uh, or, or Here's how the question is phrased. Later replaced by Freddie, Freddie, uh, Freddie Mercury, the first lead singer of the band Queen would go on to design what popular children's toy train. So this guy said to Queen... I'm done with you. I'm going to design kids' trains. <laughs> what? Yeah. And he designed the most famous kids' train ever. The most famous kids' train ever? Yes. Books, TV shows. Thomas? Thomas. What? Thomas the <laughs> Tank Engine. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. The creator of Thomas the yes, Tank Engine. Yes, the creator of Thomas the Freddie Tank Mercury. Engine. Was lead singer of Queen before Freddie Mercury. His band replaced him with Freddie Mercury when he quit to go build toy trains. Wow, that is unbelievable. <laughs> Talk about and if you ever watch, and if you ever watch Thomas, he's always got a scowl. You ever see like the angry? I do not watch Thomas. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, Thomas. Sometimes when he gets it. angry, he has some very visual things. Now I'm starting to think that that's just based on this guy's, you know, Lord, what you doing to me? Wow, that's amazing! Isn't that great? I wonder, he must have had some years though, because I mean, Queen was popular way before Thomas the Tank. Yeah, no, he I must mean, have had some anger. They weren't years. even called Queen; they weren't even named Queen. So, but it was the yeah, it, but still, it was you Brian see your May, old band, his entire group, the best-selling band in the country. Yeah, you'd in think. the seventies, that must motivate you to create a. Oof. You say Thomas is a little bit angry. I think so. <laughs> I think he got the root of Thomas's anger as a as a train. I mean, when we were kids, that wasn't popular, right? No, I mean, it's, it was super popular in England. Oh, even when we were kids? Yeah, younger than when we were kids. Oh, I, I didn't even know it existed. No, I think it was like Sesame Street over there. I think it's like super, super. Oh, young. so he had success in the seventies. Yeah, 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 I think okay. so. I didn't, re- I didn't realize that. I don't really know, to be honest with you. I didn't go that deep into it, but when I read that, I was like, that's incredible. What do you got for me in the entertainment? I have one more mind blower. Uh, what superhero is featured on the most expensive comic book ever sold? Superman. Yeah, you got it's it. got to be that Superman number one. That's the that's one. the that's worth like. There, Howard Stern says he had it, and his mom threw it away. Oh. I donated all your filthy comics. <laughs> I gave them to the boy down, down the, the street. street. Yeah, they're filthy. They're filthy, <laughs> dirty. <laughs> in my shelves. And they're in the basement. <laughs> they're in the basement. Collecting filthy. dust, you filthy dirty. Wow. That guy. 
therapy uh, three times a week. And still no progress at all. <laughs> in his head. Stuck in his head forever. Um, okay, so this is uh, both crazy and disturbing at the same time. What actor was Juliette Lewis's first boyfriend? Disturbing, huh? Oh, yeah. That's the word I picked up there. I'm going to say it was disturbing. Just the timeline. Because he's older. Yeah, decade older, but like when they started dating. Mm. Right, so a decade older, for instance, you know, if you're 30 and you're dating somebody that's 40, it's not disturbing. No. But if you're 17 and you're dating somebody who's 27, it is disturbing. It's about a little younger. Oof. I was hoping it was going to be 17. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind of rooting for 17. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping. You're kind of rooting for 17. 16? 16. 26 to 16. And they dated four years, so it wasn't like a, a short right, little, so oh, we were just friends, one of those. No, they, they no. had a relationship. For four years. At some point, you have to have dinner with the parents for four years. You can't go that long. All right, so Juliette Lewis, is she older than me, is she younger than me, or is she the same age as me? I'm going to say for argument's sake, she's about my age. We've met her. But is she my age? Yeah, about. Because she had so much more success than me at the time of our meeting, she seemed older to me. <laughs> she did. But the truth is, is she, she could was be a, younger than she me. Was, she was a year or two younger. Yeah, She's but a year she or did, two she younger did than look us? older than us. She looked withered. <laughs> that would be the word. We were at Voodoo what Fest in New Orleans. Tough paper route? Is that what the... Is that what the term is? She's, she, she was angry on stage that day, my friends. <laughs> you remember that? Julia that was, and the Licks? Yeah, Julia and the Licks. That was the day the uh, Red Sox, you came that. back from the, the magical river. Day. Yeah, it was and a you, magical And you day. declare that you saw that the Red Sox were going to come back from a 3-0 hole to the Yankees. The Yankees. And it came to you at a river. And <laughs> I was like, what the what are you talking about? And then we watched it all. I was unfold. older than twelve, Drew. I was older than twelve. Yeah, it was all it was, it was all fair game at that river. That was that uh, was crazy stuff, man. Yeah, there was a fog. There was a fog. <laughs> it was a crazy New Yo, Orleans fog. That place is right. different. Like you don't no, you don't mess with whatever's a, going on. I don't there. want to call it a demon, but it's a demon or it, something. There's something serious something controlling that. It's a portal. That whole place is a portal. Yeah. There's something about that. Yeah, Stranger that Things needs to move locations. They need to just be in norms. Norms. Yeah, it's a. Yeah. There's something. There's something in that town. Yeah. Okay, so ten years older than me. So she was sixteen. We're gonna say nineteen ninety four. She's a big star in nineteen ninety four. That would have something to do. I'm assuming it's a big star. Now. Now, now a big star. Maybe the biggest. At one point, no question, undoubtedly, the biggest star on the planet Earth. Unquestionable. Indisputable. The standard used. You know how somebody says, I mean, you're pushing me to say Michael Jackson. But that can't be it. No. Yeah, okay. That'd be funny, though. I mean, She the was a beard. See, the... I don't like little boys. I like little Juliet. <laughs> 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 Did he do that with Brooke Shields? I think, I think so. He did, right? I think he did. We're laughing See, about it. I don't like it, little but... boys. I like little Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> Same I shit, think yeah. I think he did that. I think he did that. Yeah, I think you're right. She was 16. Uh, 
Brooke, we're just gonna cuddle. And you cuddle Michael in that are, room, Michael, and I'll cuddle <laughs> in this room. Are you sure? Because like I'm totally into it. My parents don't mind or anything. Like we're all good. All right, I'm, I'm gonna. No, no, I'm no, gonna befriend good. Liz Taylor instead. It's good. I know she's. Cuddle. <laughs> you, you, you sure? Because like I'm really hot. Like everybody says that I'm the hottest person like ever. No, no, no. We're good. Just gonna ride my train. Just gonna ride my train. <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh, All right. For lack of of a better guess, Johnny Depp. No, it's a great guess, though, because he seems totally, totally that kind of guy. Okay with that kind of stuff. Sure. And also just like totally unfazed as far as. Yeah, I mean, this guy's moved to France if you have a problem with it. Whatever. It's legal in France. Right. That's you can see him saying that. No, but the guy does own a castle in France. He's currently trying to deal with how to sell it. It's a guy with a castle in France, huh? Yeah, because he had like 137 kids with his wife, and they had to have a castle in France. But now they're getting a divorce, so who gets the castle in France? What? Yeah, the guy married another super famous human being. And had a bunch of kids? Like a million kids. They have so many kids, I can't even... It's like Antonio Cromartie. He can't even name the kids. I don't even know he knows who to visit. None of them look like him, that's for damn sure. And, uh, yeah. How do I not know? Who he is the standard for male like looks. He's know this, and everybody says it basically for the last probably twenty years. And he famously left his super awesome hot girlfriend for this woman that he had a million kids with, and it was like the biggest thing in the entire movie oh, history. Oh gosh! Okay, now I know who it is. It's Brad Pitt. It is Brad Pitt who dated Juliette Lewis from the time she was sixteen to the time she was twenty. Wow. When he was 26 years old. Wow. So that was before Jennifer Aniston. Correct. Right? He started dating her almost a year or two after that. He married he Jennifer Aniston, right? Did they get married? <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, Angelina Jolie was like a homewrecker, right? Didn't, wasn't that yeah. kind of the... Yeah. So if they were just dating, I doubt that they would right. have been... No, but that's... Yep. Absolutely. So he went from Juliet Lewis... To Jennifer to Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. To... To Angelina Jolie and to God knows who now. So didn't know that he kept that pretty quiet that they dated from the time she was. Uh, I I don't remember it at all. Yeah, she was on. Uh, trying to think of when did Brad Pitt become like a guy? Like what was his moment where it was like, oh, now we all know? Because like Thelma and Louise, I didn't know Brad Pitt when he when he was in that. It was like later on you went back and you're like, oh, he was the guy in Thelma and Louise. Seven Monkeys. No, yeah, that did that he, didn't he, like. What did he start doing? What was like his movie that you're like, oh, that before Troy? Um, yeah, Troy is definitely one of them. But that it's before Troy, because by then you already knew who he was. Hmm. Like before Benjamin Button, before. He was in a really good movie with Anthony Hopkins that I'm drawing a blank on. It was a very long movie. Anthony Hopkins was like a rich guy with a couple daughters. Oh, he did he Seven. So was that it? Or he's the seven? serial... Oh, or, yeah. Seven's he, he, one of the best movies ever. I love it. With, uh, what's his name, is the serial killer. Legends of the Fall, Interview with the Vampire. All good. True Romance. See, True Romance, I didn't, like, he plays the guy on the couch, but yeah. that was another one where, like, you saw it after you already knew who Brad Pitt was. Yep. 
So right in Same that. with Thelma and Louise. So probably right. seven? Was that Seven his? was his breakout. Then he did 12 Monkeys. Well, first of all, Legends of the Fall was his breakout, I think. Yeah, but I don't think I saw Legends no, of the Fall. No, but that's when women started being like, who's this guy? Because he was shirtless on a farm and, you know, the love story, all that BS. Then he did uh, seven, 12 Monkeys, Sleepers, which is a good movie. The Devil's Own is what you're talking about. No, that's not it. Okay. Um, seven Years in Tibet, Meet Joe Black. That's it, Meet Joe Black. Yep. That was a great movie. Uh, being John Malkovich, Fight Club. That's his signature but movie. But Seven was first. Yep. Fight Club, Snatch, The Mexican, all good movies. Uh, Spy Game, Ocean's Eleven. Uh, Where does he jump off a cliff? Troy. Is Angelina Jolie the moment? Ocean's Mr. and 12, Mrs. Smith? Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That's it. Then Ocean's that was Thirteen. It. That was all over for The there. assassination of Jesse James. Until Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, he did Burn After Reading. That was pretty oh, yeah, good. That was then good. he did The Case of uh, oh, Benjamin, Benjamin Button. Button. Then he did yeah, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. That was no, all, all happened. Right. Can't criticize Brad Pitt, man. That is a that is as, as many good movies as I could think of anyone being in. He did Moneyball after that. That was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, World War Z. It may not have been good, but it made him. Oh, he did the movie Eight. World War Z made him. What's the movie Eight? Fortune. Um, it's a, it was a legal I, thriller. I did not see World War Z. Yeah, me neither, but it was uh, hugely successful. 12 Years a Slave was hugely successful. Uh, you know, Deadpool 2 appearance. I don't know. It's, it's not a bad It's not a bad run. I mean... Not a bad run. Fight Club is one of my all-time favorite movies of ever. It's one ever. of the best movies ever. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, guy's been in 10 all-time all-timers. Time to get back together ten. with Juliette Lewis. You think there's an uh, old conversation there? I think they keep in touch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Brad, we've got this new film, and we're going to pay you with Juliette Lewis. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, what do you got? Last question I have is uh, just pointless. So, uh, What's it. Beyonce's end last it. name? Knowles. Uh, it's it's a hype. She's a hyphenator. Ugh. Ah. <laughs> Beyonce. Uh. Oh, it's uh, Cash Knowles. <laughs> money Cash Knowles. Money Cash Knowles. Big Willie Money Cash Jay Z Knowles. Beyonce Knowles hyphen Baker Mayfield. You don't know it? Nope. Carter. Oh, because of uh, Sean Carter and Jay-Z? Yes. Uh, that doesn't count now. That's not what I thought you meant. I thought you meant, like, birth name. No, no. I meant she hyphenated her name when she got married. That's fine. She could be Beyonce Knowles Carter. Yeah, that's her name. That's, that's right. what it is. Okay. Well, fine, fine. I didn't understand that that's what you meant. What's your favorite Beyonce song? You got, you got a favorite Beyonce song? Yeah, I guess I have to. <laughs> I, guess, I guess by societal standards, I'm forced to have one. So, What do you think her most played... That's that's an even better question. That's an even better question. That's her best song, right? I mean, I would say it's got to be single ladies. I don't think there's really a. The other one is like that song "Crazy" or whatever, or "Crazy Love." Right. Okay, but that's uh, they're not the top two. So no, number one. Wow, that's crazy. Number two is very surprising to me. It, it must be so new that it's getting crazy play, but it's totally not. Good, but no. Uh, Crazy loves number three. Where's single ladies? Not on this. What? Uh, this group. I'll find out what its number is. In oh, a Beyonce's. I'll answer your question. Beyonce's best song is "Single Ladies." <laughs> it is, it's the best song that she's. Got. 
her number one, according to Spotify, is it Halo. Halo. Six hundred eighty-two million plays. Yeah, I just Halo is not as good of a song as those other two songs. She's got perfect duet with Ed Sheeran. I don't know that. Million. I don't know that song. Me neither. And then Crazy in Love is four hundred and seventeen. Uh, yeah, I mean that, that's a good song. Let's see what is single ladies. Yeah, you see if I type it's for, it's it's weird if I type just. Uh, Let's see, maybe if I do all, it'll tell me how many. Nah, it doesn't give me the plays. So. For single ladies, it doesn't give you the plays? Nah, it's weird. If you like type Beyonce and it's in the top ten, they show the plays. If but you type just the song, it just brings up the song, and it doesn't show me the plays. Or if you go to the album, it doesn't show the plays? No. If you click on the album? No, nope, just shows the minutes. So, eh, whatever. We'll leave you with uh, single ladies. Why not? Episode 131 in the books. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Put your hands up.